I'm Tina, a wife and stay-at-home mom of three boys. Life is full of crazy, and I want to share it with you. I really want to do this podcast, but like you, I don't always have time to sit down and record. So we are going to fold laundry, bake, do all the things together while we talk. I want to talk about our struggles, our victories, what works, what doesn't work, and how our faith plays a part in it all. I'll also be interviewing others who know way more than I do on certain topics. I'm glad you're here to walk through life with me. Today, I would like to talk about the fun, exciting topic of disappointment. Now, I'm going to be doing that while peeling carrots and potatoes. It occurred to me, if I'm going to be standing here recording a podcast, I could at least multitask and get the veggies ready for the roast I'm going to throw in the crock pot tomorrow morning. Kind of on a side note before we jump in, I can't even remember the last time I made a beef roast in the crock pot. I feel like lately it's been more pork roasts and then I have pulled pork and uh, when I do that, I like it. I think it's great. But since we live in Kansas City and barbecue is like a legit thing here and people, you know, it's, it's a hot topic. Um, I am not allowed to serve my crock pot pulled pork to company because it's Oh, I don't know. It's just like subpar or something. It's okay. I'll serve them something else. So here we go. Getting my veggies ready. Um, but let's just jump in. So today was supposed to be my first marathon. The 26.2 miles. And uh, I was terrified and intimidated but at the same time my goodness I was so pumped up and although I was afraid to tell anybody I was also just dying to tell everybody because yeah it was it was so exciting to take on this new challenge and I it wasn't necessarily a new year's resolution it was more of my next goal for running. Last year, I ran my first half marathon and I was wiped out. Oh my goodness. I got around the the three mile mark and I was texting Josh telling him, oh my goodness, I'm going to quit. I can't do this. But I finished. It was just, you know, crazy hot outside. But I finished and oh my goodness, what a rush. And I felt so strong. And then on the way home from the race, the vehicle in front of me had that 26.2 sticker in the back window. And all I could think about at that moment was how much I wanted that sticker. And I could do it. No, I would do it. So I decided in February that I was going to register for the Kansas City Marathon. And I signed up, paid my fee, 
and wow, this is this is actually happening. Quickly followed by what have I done? And then talking myself back into it. No, it's okay. I have plenty of time to train. And later that day, that exact day, the state shut down. COVID was now being recognized as a legitimate threat and we needed to stay home. So running suddenly went from being my fun and uh, my my go-to for alone time. It became awkward because now suddenly I'm trying to socially distance myself from all of the people who decided to take up a love for walking on what were previously empty sidewalks. Then there's all the questions, should I wear a mask now while running? Will I even be able to breathe? And you could just go ahead and insert any crazy irrational thought right here because it would probably be something I came up with. And then uh, my race in May was postponed. The boys and I were all going to run a 5K together. That was postponed, and that made sense. Just kept going on, though. I, I researched training plans. I sifted through multiple running blogs, and I checked out books from the library on training nutrition, and I came up with a meal plan and that would hopefully be favorable for the rest of the family because, I mean, you understand. Like, there's no way that I have time to be making separate meals every single meal. Like, come on, let's be real. And I don't exactly have that energy either. Time, energy, any of it. So I compiled my own plan. I arranged my weeks with weight training and speed training and long-distance runs. And and as, as I was putting it all together, coming up with my perfect plan, it was coming together in my mind too. I can do this. I can can do this and I was determined to stick to that plan because oh my goodness this woman here she loves a good plan then the family 5k was canceled and I started to wonder okay well so what's going to happen with the Kansas City Marathon do they know yet when will they even decide do I need to keep up with this strict plan (laughs) which although I will say it was a very good plan it was not easy or my favorite to uh, try to keep up with with a family. And I can't be too surprised that this type of strict diet and training would be difficult while being a mom. Um, pressure increased then because Josh began to travel again for work. And how was I going to keep up my running training during a pandemic when Josh isn't home and we've made the decision not to have babysitters. I can't exactly take the boys with me on my 13-mile long runs on the weekend. Like, a two-mile run with them through through a park is painful. So, no way was that going to happen. And that was it. I, I, what, what do I do? I emailed the guy in charge of registration for the Kansas City Marathon to request deferring my registration to next year. There was just too much uncertainty in life with COVID. We're, we didn't even know if the schools were going to be open. Like everything was so up in the air. And he promptly responded to say that, yeah, that wouldn't be a problem. And it was over. I had spent hours and hours 
planning and training, mentally all pumped up and excited for this event. And it's now not going to happen. And sure, there is an amount of relief, especially since Josh's travel schedule just kept increasing. But I was very disappointed. So, how do we deal with disappointment? Something that helped me tremendously when Josh was deployed was focusing on the truth. I took this from 2 Corinthians 10.5 where Paul tells the believers to bring every thought into captivity. Then in Philippians 4.4, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. The Lord is at hand. He's here. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So what I see in these passages is that I need to get my mind under control and I need to think about truth and goodness, which, by the way, is God, and be thankful. I I don't need to worry. Sure, I don't like the thought that my planning and training, because I am an excellent planner, side note, I, I don't like the thought that that won't see a payoff with a two... 26.2 medal around my neck this year. But was God surprised by my plans not working out? No. And now I'm a good step into the planning for next year. A sweet friend shared with me that Proverbs 16 had impacted her this week. And I too needed that reminder. It says, The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All of the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. The Lord has made everything for its purpose. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. God has made everything for a purpose. It's not always easy to accept that though, is it? But who is God in this? He's in control. He knows what's going on. He's not surprised. So, on the bright side, I was able to run today with my sister-in-law. And this was our first time running together since the pandemic started. And it was, it was a beautiful day for running Absolutely beautiful. Windy, but cool and sunny. And sure, I'm disappointed that my goal wasn't reached today, but being able to rest in who God is is a much more important goal to have. And I've nowhere mastered it, nowhere near. But it's something that I'm working on. And perhaps you needed that reminder today as well. I am uh, 
I'm almost done peeling. I kind of got distracted talking. And then I didn't want to peel my fingers off. So I, I need to finish up the peeling here, throw them in the crock pot liner, and get ready for bed. But I hope talking about this today, I hope it's sparked some some thoughts in your mind, giving you something positive to think on, um, realize who God is in your life right now, because I'm willing to bet that there's something right now that you would love to be able to control and plan your way through and you can't. So what are you struggling through right now? Who is God in that struggle? If you want to chat about it, I'd love to listen. So please feel free to reach out. You can find me at keepingmysanity.com or at Tina Hornick on Instagram. And I will talk to you soon. 